feel like I need to pray after that one. Father, we thank you for this day, God. Yeah. We thank you for your word, God. As we go into your word today, Lord, let it be life to us. Father, God, truly that we be transformed by the hearing of your word. That, Lord, that we may learn something new today that, that challenges us, that changes us, that molds us, that shapes us into that man and woman of God. Father, we love you so much. And we thank you that you haven't left us to ourselves, but you sent forth your word, not only to be in us, to be with us. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. So I'm going to ask if you'll stand with me today as we read the word. I didn't hear you. Okay. You stand, I'll read. I'm reading out of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 to 18, and I'm reading out of the Message Bible. It's titled, Be Prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one, everybody say no one, falls behind or drops out. Praise God. I'm going to read it out of the New King James too, just so you, because I'm sure you're more familiar with that. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all, everybody say all, all, the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. The New King James paints a picture of armor. They get that from what the Romans wore. And, and, and it's, it's patterned after how the Romans dressed. You know, but what I want to stress to you today is that it's more than just a saying in the morning of putting it on. Okay, it's more than just saying, I put on the belt of truth, I put on the breastplate, the sword of the spirit, my feet shod, the helmet. Yeah, I'm good, let's just go. It's more than that. If that's all you're doing, you're going to miss it. You're not getting there. You're struggling. I'm telling you. I think the first thing that we need to do is we need to repent. Well, this side heard me. I think the first thing we need to do is repent. 
Why? You need to repent if you took off a piece of armor. Amen? Did you lie? Did, did you do things your own way? Are you not reading your word? Are you not spreading peace through the gospel? Are you not acting like Jesus? If you're not doing these things, then I say the first thing we need to do when we get up is we need to repent. Because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Because the only time that you take off that armor is when, like when you tell a lie. It's not a laundry list to get you there. I like the way the Message Bible said it. That's why I read it. It says, learn how to apply it. Learn how to apply it. Amen. Learn how to put on the armor of God. This is where action is. This is an action list. This isn't just a repeat after me, but let's put on the armor of God. This is action. Amen. It's time to go to work. You know, it's where the Christians rise up. You know, Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, it says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. That means the enemy, the enemy of your soul is going to come against the church. But we're not going to take it. We're going to stand up against it, amen. We're going to become violent in the things of God. We're going to do the armor. We're going to do it, not just say it. Amen. We know the enemy's out there, but it's time as the church, we push back. And then we got to push back. We don't just take it. It's a spiritual battle. You know, when we, when we had a mosque put in our city, and Muslims come to that mosque, we do not serve the same God as Muslims do. Okay, it's different. There they are, by nature, anti-Christ. Okay, they do, and what, what antichrist means is they do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that died and resurrected from the dead and is sitting at the right hand of our Father. They don't believe that. That makes them antichrist. Okay, and so when they put that mosque in, I said, "Man, we need we need to push back in the spirit." And I met an Arabic pastor. I said, "Why aren't you in Corona?" He says, well, my church is in Orange County. I said, where do you live? He goes, well, I live in Corona. I said, you need to move your church to Corona. He's like, no, I'm in Orange County. I said, I'll give you keys to my church. I'll give you an alarm code. I want you to come here and start a prayer meeting. He's like, you're being really pushy. I said, I know, but I, we need this. You see, because we need to start pushing back against um, what the enemy's trying to do. Because listen, Muslims aren't quiet about their faith. They're not quiet about what they believe in, and I'm not going to be quiet either, amen. I'm not going to go quiet into the night. I'm going to stand up and share, Jesus loves you, amen. So today is the seventh anniversary of our Arabic church here at New Hope Family Worship Center. Yeah, amen. They meet at 1 o'clock today. But this is a time that we've got to put into action the armor of God, not just read it, but to really put it on. And so number one today, we've got to learn to speak the truth and don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> Stop being so quick 
Just speaking what you see and what you think. Speak the truth of what God's word says. You know, you, you go to the doctor, you're real quick to repeat what the doctor tells you, right? You're real quick to, to go, you know, well, let's just use the chair because I don't want to put nothing on anybody. Chair goes to the doctor, the doctor says, oh, you got, you got cancer, and the, and, the, and the chair runs out of there and says, oh, I got cancer, I got cancer, I got cancer, I got cancer. Tells everybody, I got cancer. This lady came to me one day, visited me at the office. She hadn't been to the church in many years, and, and she come in, and she says, She's talking, and, and she says, well, I just want to let you know I got fibromyalgia. And it like, it like hit me, and I backed up. She says, I've got, um, what's that other one? It starts with an L. Lupus. I got lupus. And, I, and I'm just backing up. She had this list of stuff that she had, and she was wearing it like a badge. And I'm backing up. I'm like, I couldn't get far enough away from her because you know what? I didn't want none of what she had. I was, I was ready to run. See, we got to stop wearing that stuff. We wear it like it's a badge. I got this. I got cancer. Feel sorry for me. No, I don't feel sorry for you. I'm going to pray for you. You know, but we, we're so quick. Chair, you're so quick to, to say everything wrong. You don't speak the truth. Because you go to the doctor, the doctor gives the chair the facts. But that's not the truth. Because the word of God is true. Amen? The word of God is true. I, I love having you Samoans with me because you're helping me out today. This side needs to get going. Maybe some of you ought to move over here a little bit. Come on now. But the truth says, by his stripes, I am healed. Amen. He sent forth his word and healed me of all disease. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sin and heals all your disease. Amen. Speaking the truth of the word of God over your life is standing the way that God has called you to stand. Amen. Stop lying. Stop lying. You know, Revelation tells us liars don't go to heaven. You say, but I'm born again. But are you really born again if you're a liar? I'll let you think about that. I know, Tawana likes me to be nice. I'm sorry, honey. Number two today, act righteously. Act right. Not according to your right, but according to this right. Amen, what this says. Now we're rotten. We're not righteous because of how good we are, but because of how good he is. Amen. He is the one who knew no sin. Amen. When we receive him, we become righteous. Those of you that are baptized today, you are never more right than you've been in your life than you are today. You are so right today. You are so right today. You are righteous today. When we receive him, oh, we become righteous. And we need to act like it. Amen? Matthew 6, it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Now, the Amplified Version says this. It says, Seek first God's way of doing things, and his way of being right. 
and all these things will be added unto you. So we need to seek, how does God do things? And then do it that way. How does God love people unconditionally? How does God forgive people who forget him? Do for Jesus freely. He just totally forgives. He forgives you so much that your sin is moved away from you as far as the east is from the west. It just goes on for infinity. It's so far removed from you when you ask him to forgive you of your sins. But the idea is that we seek how does God do things, and then we do it. We do it. We put it on. Amen. That's the armor. That's putting on the breastplate of righteousness is we're doing what, the way things the way God would do it. We're acting it out in our lives. We're living it. We're breathing it. How does God or Jesus act in all situations? And then we do that. Stop talking about it and we do it. James 1.22, it says, but be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. So if you're just reading it and you're hearing it, but you're not doing it, you're deceived. When you read it, ask the Lord to transform it. And, and this is how I think people are getting deceived, by just reading this as a laundry list. You have to begin to get aggressive about putting on the armor of God. There's, a, there's work involved. The violent, we take it by force, amen? This is warfare. This is where we stand for your life and for those around you. This is where we make a stand and we don't give up, amen? I know people who think that God doesn't hear them or that he's left you or that he doesn't love you because of all that you're going through. It's not true. It's not true. He doesn't. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. It's us that walks away. It's us that pushes him back. It's us that walks around like this and doesn't allow him or anybody else to get close to us. We got to pull it down and we got to let him come close. I remember we were in, in a country one time and I was praying for people. I, I mean, we prayed for people for six and a half hours together. And Delanda, she, she grabs this lady. And the lady went, like, what, what is she doing? And she, she just hugged that lady. And Delanda's like, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. And Delanda just started praying in the spirit. I mean, Delonda, they couldn't understand our language, you know what I mean? Delonda just starts praying in the spirit, and she's hugging this lady. And the lady's like this, like this. And then the tears came, and then she started sobbing, and then she's holding Delonda, and she's laying on Delonda. And this, this went on for six and a half hours. Lady after lady after lady. I seen a man go over and get in line. I said, get out of that line. I said, I'll give you a hug if you want. But the question is, are you putting on the armor the way that God intended it to be put on? It's not a list. Number three, be the peacemaker. Don't be the troublemaker. I, I know people are, get joyful that they're the troublemakers. That is so wrong. You were way off base. You said, be 
the peacemakers. Calm down and start acting right. Okay? You, you may have to let go of some pains you have, some pains that you have in your soul. You may have to let go of some things. You may have to forgive some people. But it'll be worth it to bring peace. In this holiday season, I know for many people it's, it's stressful because they're going to be around family. Because there's tension. I know I'm not talking to anybody. There's tension in the family. Because no one wants to yield. No one wants to humble themselves. No one wants to stand for grace. No one wants to say, So we keep that block going and we the peace doesn't come to our family and the, that dreaded Christmas dinner comes. Somebody gets mad and leaves. And then the rest of the people are too upset to eat. And then there's that one that says, I don't care, and he eats everything. feeling cheated or unloved and calm down. Let the hurt go. Remember, when you forgive somebody, it's not for them. It's for you. Because unforgiveness leads to torment. So when you have unforgiveness in your heart against somebody, you open the door for the devil to say, you just say to the devil, come beat me up every day, okay? And then you wonder, why is my life so jacked up? Let the peace come into your heart. Matthew 5, verse 9, it says this. It says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. I'd rather be called a son of God than a son of the devil. Amen? I, I know that we have a lot of visitors here today, and you didn't know that this was coming at you today, but I'm just prepping you for Christmas Day, okay? Number four, walk by faith. Faith, it takes faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. You've got to stop looking at everything you see and start believing in the truth. Amen? Start receiving the word of God. What does God say about my situation? And take that into your heart. Take that into to your speech. 
It's easy to get caught up in what we see in the natural. But stop cutting out the supernatural. Live in the supernatural. Trust me, it's more fun. It is more fun when you see miracles. Oh, Blonde and I have seen so many miracles happen to people. We've seen dead limbs come back to life. We've seen deaf ears open. We've seen emphysema leave people. I prayed for this white lady one time. And you know how I prayed for her? All I could do was laugh. That's all I had in me. I laughed. I laid hands on her and I laughed so hard. And I laughed until she started laughing. And she started laughing and she just fell on the ground laughing. And my, and my translator's like going, are you okay? I am better than ever right now. And I just laughed and laughed and laughed. The next day we got up at 5 in the morning. They had to sneak me out because of where I was. I wasn't supposed to be there. So they were going to give this lady a ride. She gets in the car. She says, the Lord healed me last night. I'm like, wow, praise God. She says, I, I was having a tough time breathing and, and uh, my throat was closed and and the Lord healed me. And I said, oh, glory to God. And I left. And so two weeks later, I'm saying, hey, the Lord cares about the common cold. This lady, she's having a tough time breathing and her throat was closed. And, and the Lord healed her. And, and my translator goes, oh, hey, he calls me dad. He says, dad, uh, I'm sorry. I said, what? He goes, that lady had emphysema. And she had that condition for 10 years. And I said, well, no wonder she was so excited. <laughs> She could finally breathe. Amen. The supernatural is way more fun. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says this. It says, now faith. Everybody say, now faith. It's the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You may not see it, but you declare it till you see it. Amen. You speak it out. You speak the truth until it comes alive. Amen. You just keep declaring the truth and instead of what the enemy or your doctor's telling you. He's not your enemy. He just tells you what he sees. Verse 6 tells us in there, it says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible to please God without faith. You have to have faith. Listen, it takes faith to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen? It takes faith. You have to believe that Jesus Christ left the throne room of heaven, came down, was born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died on that cross for our sins and our sickness, was put in a grave, rose from the dead three days later, ascended into heaven 50 days later, and then sent the Holy Spirit to fill us. Amen? You gotta have faith. Walk by faith. Trust God. Trust Him for your health. Trust Him for your finances. Trust Him for your relationships. And by faith, ask God for what you need. And believe He receives it. Believe it. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. Believe that you received it. In the name of Jesus, Monica, I believe with you and Martin for that aneurysm 
to be dissolved. To be gone. In the name of Jesus. And in the same way, Mark, I believe that tumors could be gone. I believe that, that as I was praying Wednesday night, I could just see it like, like that, that big old grape drying up into that raisin and just falling away in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let it be done. Let it be done. My brother James, let your body just be wholly free. Wholly free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That candy, that every gift, that you not have to rely on a doctor, but the doctor has taken care of you so that he, he is a pain doctor. And I just stand with you right now today that that pain will be gone. That pain can be pulled right out of your back. Yeah, in the name of Jesus, I'll get that. That it have no hold. That every gift come into alignment right now. Yeah. You know, because, you know what? God even wants to grow back what Tim needs in his knee. He wants to just fill it up. He, he's the God of more than enough. He's the God that heals us. God, I pray right now for Tim that you just restore his knee, God. Restore it, God. Restore it. Put the tissue, put the sinew in there. Put that kneecap in place right now, God. Mm, in the name of Jesus. Want to say something? I just want to testify in the fact that I have been in attacked and in extreme pain since I gave that message while Ron was in China about the father of lies and about our authority in the Lord. And maybe a lot of you have remembered that. But you know what? The Lord said, resist the enemy and he shall flee. And I'm like, Lord, I'm in pain. He goes, I know, resist. And so every day I get up and I'm pulling it out. And literally I felt it leave and I'm pain free. But it comes back and again. But when you're in war, you don't just fight once. You keep fighting. So Amen. if it comes back, you say no in the name of Jesus. Get off. You have no authority. And then say, I reject you, spirit of infirmity, because I have rights as a child of the king. And you keep fighting and resisting what he wants to put on you. It's the weirdest feeling, if you've never felt it, that all of a sudden what you're feeling is gone, that it's literally a spirit that comes on you and can change and alter your body and cause you all these sicknesses and diseases and pain. And we're being robbed as a family of Christ. And I'm not going to take it anymore. And I'm standing, so I want you to stand with me, stand for yourself and your loved ones, and fight. Fight the spiritual fight of faith and belief and know your rights. Amen. Amen. I heard her talking to somebody in the bathroom today. Get off me. I reject you. And I'm like, who are you talking to? And I went, oh. <laughs> so, number five, be saved. Be saved. 
stop acting like you're not saved. Be the light of the world and shine brightly, amen? You might be here today and you might think, what does saved mean? It means that you give your life to Jesus. You say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. And I ask that today you forgive me of my sins, that you wash me and cleanse me of all the stuff I've been doing, and you be the Lord of my life. I surrender to you. Be saved. You know, and I know the world's a rough place, man. It is a rough place. I know that we have an enemy who's totally against us and does not want us to succeed. He does not want us to tell other people about Jesus. He does not want us to walk around like we are saved. He wants us to just feel like we're getting by, like we're barely saved. If I'm barely saved, how can I tell others about Jesus? When you're saved, you're saved. Amen? You're saved, you're saved. Keep that helmet intact. Be saved. And in your salvation, when you got that helmet of salvation on, put on the mind of Christ. Start thinking like the way Jesus thinks. Start thinking about Christ. Start thinking about your loved ones who don't know Christ, and that you need to encourage them in Jesus. Put on that mind of Christ. Stop making wrong decisions. Amen? Wrong choices. Choose Jesus' way of doing things and his way of being right. Walk it out. Amen? Don't just talk about it. Do it. And while you're at it, number six, make a deep dive into the Word of God so that you get Psalms 119, it says, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart, I sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Amen? The word is cleansing. It's renewing. It keeps us from Falling into sin. See, if I just say, I put on the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, you've done nothing. You've got to put on the Word of God. You put on the Word of God by digesting the Word of God, by believing the Word of God, by devouring the Word of God, by making it a part of your life. Amen? <coughs> the Word is vital. And it's our only offensive weapon against what the devil's throwing at us. Read it, study it, devour it, do it, walk it out. Don't let it depart from your mouth. When I say don't let it depart from your mouth, let it always be in your mouth. It's the first thing you say. Meditate on it day and night. Amen? First, uh, Joshua 1.8 says that when we do that, we'll make, we will make our way prosperous and successful. See, some of you are, you're, you're struggling because you're not prosperous, successful because you're not meditating on the word. You're not doing things God's way. But I'm telling you, if you change the way you've been doing things, if you take Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, and you read that and you get it into your heart and your spirit and your, the way you live, I'm telling you, your life is going to change. But it's up to you. It's all up to you. Jesus made the way for all of us. And this is meant to help us. And lastly, number seven, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. 
To me, this is the key to all of it, praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues. The Bible, the New Testament, the book of Acts, Corinthians, talks about praying in tongues so much. It's so vital to our walk with Jesus. This, the praying in tongues is meant to strengthen you, to encourage you. Amen? That when you pray in the Spirit, it encourages you. It helps you to walk out what we talked about today. Amen? The Holy Spirit has been sent to empower us. We need this power in our lives, the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit helping us and encouraging each one of us. Amen? The Holy Spirit sees things that we don't see. And he desires to reveal them to us. If we pray in the Spirit and listen to what he says, we can avoid a lot of heartache in life. I remember I was going to buy a boat one day. It was nice. It was a 24-foot bay liner, ocean-going boat. It was really nice. I talked my boss at the time into going in with me. And then we kind of made another employee go in with us so that we could split the payment three ways and then we'd use the company truck to tow the boat around. So the day came when we're going to pick up the boat. And and I, I'm happy. I'm thinking, woo, we're going to get this boat today. I'm going fishing this weekend. And, uh, and then the Lord, the Holy Spirit, he speaks to me. He says, don't buy the boat. And I'm like, what? You know, you want to say, that's not God. <laughs> but he said, don't buy the boat. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, it won't be good for you. Don't buy the boat. And I'm like, I mean, we were an hour away from leaving to go get it. So I, I, I'm standing there, I'm like, okay, Lord. So I went into my boss, and he wasn't a believer, but he knows I am. I mean, I shared my testimony with him one day in the truck when we were driving somewhere together until he was in tears, man. He knew I believed in Jesus, and he knew I heard from heaven. So I went into him. I said, hey, Bob. I said, um, I bought the boat. He goes, yeah. He goes, we'll go in an hour. I said, um, the Lord just told me not to do this. And he's like, what? I said, the Lord told me not to do this deal. He goes, okay. He goes, I was just doing it for you. So I went and I got the other employee. I said, hey, the Lord told me we're not going to do this. He's like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> he didn't want to do it. Come to find out, the guy that we were going to buy it from, he was had so messed everything up that we would have put money up and it would have got taken away from us. The Holy Spirit wants to show you things that you don't know. And you got to listen. Amen? And, and a month later, my dad gave me a boat. We need to learn how to do warfare God's way. So that we don't stumble and walk through this life on our own. He loves us. And has made a way for us to be successful in the kingdom of God. Amen? Let's arise to the occasion. Time for warriors to step up and become violent in the spirit realm. By putting on the whole armor of God. Amen? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. 
Lord, your word is powerful. It is sharp. And it cuts things off of us, God. And Lord, here we are before you. Hearing. Lord, out of your word, what you're expecting of us to do with your armor. Power to handle this, God. And I pray today, God, that you would forgive us where we've mishandled you. And maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor Ron, I know I've mishandled it and I need to make that commitment to Jesus today that I'm going to change the way I've been doing things. Maybe you haven't even been thinking about it. Maybe you haven't even been walking with Jesus. You say today, I'm going to make that commitment. I'm going all in with Jesus today. If that's you, just raise your hand and wave at me. You're going to go all in today with Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Come on, there's more. I know you're getting uncomfortable right now. You're feeling that. That's the Holy Spirit tugging on your heart right now. Why don't we stand to our feet today? Raise your hand or not, I don't care. But if you're ready to just go forward with your armor today, I want you to just come to the altar right now and let's pray. That's the thing. Come on. Come on. You raise your hand or not, I don't care. Come on. Let's come to this altar today. Let's pray. Praise you, Jesus. Come on. Come to the altar today. Just come to the altar today. Come and let's pray. Come on. You raised your hand. You didn't. I don't care if you raised your hand or not. But you need to be down here. Come down here. Come on. Come on. Let's not waste any time. Let's, let's not miss our opportunity today. Father, you see us all right here today at your altar, God. And we love you, Lord. We're here today because we love you. And I pray today, Father God, for everybody here making this decision today. Lord, we put on that armor, God, not as a laundry list, God, but as weapons of our warfare today. Everybody say this. Dear Jesus, I surrender all to you. I give you my life. I make a commitment today. That was pretty weak. I make a commitment today. To put on the armor, to walk it out, to do warfare, to be a light. Jesus, help me today to live this out, to walk it out, to thrive and be righteous in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Pastor John, you need to say anything?
You good? All right. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for every person here today, every visitor here today. I thank you, Father God, for bringing them to this house. Lord, and I pray your blessing and your covering over every person. We give you praise, Father, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Yeah, amen. Now, if you're a visitor today, Monique is going to meet you at our information booth out there, and we'd like you to just fill out a little card for us, if you would. Um, we just want to encourage you in the things of God. There's, there's pie and cookies and coffee out there in the foyer. You don't have to go. God bless you. Have a great day.